Well, welcome everyone to Outpost 127 as we broadcast from our outlying post to bring a little encouragement to those of you on the front lines advancing the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. This passage from Ecclesiastes 3 is the purpose statement for this amazing woman you're about to meet. Lynn Christopher is an entrepreneur, a successful businesswoman, an educator, organizer, wife, former choir singer, mom, and a really great friend. Her full-time day job is as an educator with the San Antonio Water System, where her and I have actually been working together for the past 15 years. But she's also been a middle school teacher in Georgia, and she worked as a museum educator at the Whitty Museum here in San Antonio. She has also been married to John for 35 years and has three grown children. And she's also from Alabama, so occasionally that uh, deep southern draw will uh, make itself known. (laughs) But what I really want you to know about Lynn is that she is a woman after God's own heart. And about five years ago when she said, I can't. God said, you're right, Lynn, but I can. And what she has experienced since that moment, well, I invite you to pull up a chair and take a listen to this interview with Lynn Christopher. Well, hey, Lynn, Um, I am so uh, glad you can join me here on uh, Outpost 127 and uh, looking forward to just talking tonight and getting to know a little bit, having others get to know a little bit about you. I'm excited to be here, too. I really appreciate you asking me. Yeah, well, you're probably, you know, you're probably wondering, like, why I'm asking. (laughs) We've had some conversations uh, about, uh, uh, you know, this, this new endeavor that you started. I don't want to give too much away yet and uh, how it's more than just uh, a business, more than just a, uh, you know, a normal endeavor. And, and that's why I know your heart. And uh, Lynn and I have, have been friends for, for a long time. We, we work together on a, on a day-to-day basis in our, in our kind of real full-time day jobs uh, become good friends, talked a lot about, uh, the Lord and about ministry. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I really had written you down early on saying, I definitely want to have an interview with you. And so others can, can hear about your heart and, and what you do in the community. Well, let me, uh, let me just get started. Um, so one of the great skill sets, one of the strengths you have, and you've got a lot, uh, but it's, it's helping people bring some organization to their lives. In fact, on your website, it even says that like you're an organizer, uh, you help them clear out their clutter. So can you tell us more about that? Why, why is that something you enjoy doing? Why are you so good at it? Well, you hit the nail on the head. I enjoy it. I simply enjoy organizing. You might say I'm a little bit obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> I, but you know, I think I, I enjoy it so much because I find it extremely rewarding. Um, I don't know if you are work jigsaw puzzles or not, but I kind of think of it like working a jigsaw puzzle. If you, you think about taking a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle and pouring it out on the table and you've got all these pieces and it's just this, you know, this massive jumble of pieces and then you work and you work and you work and, and, and finally, 
um, think about the, the satisfaction and the sense of accomplishment you have when you put in that very last piece. Huh. And, oh, um, and, and, and all of a sudden from all of that, um, that jumbled mess, you've got yeah. a beautiful picture. And for, for me, it's the same feeling that I get when I dive into a, an unorganized closet or garage and, and figure out how to, um, you know, take all those, you know, all the mess and make sense of it uh, so that everything has a place. All the boxes are labeled and neatly stacked. And, and uh, it, uh, it gives me that sense, that same sense of accomplishment is putting that puzzle together. Another thing that it does, it it does for me and, and quite often for the people that I work with, um, will say the same thing is that an unorganized space is, is very chaotic. Mm. And, um, when, when you organize, when you organize that chaos, it brings a feeling of calmness and, 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 and peace to my mind and, and, and to my soul as well. Mm. Um, not everyone's cut out to be, you know, an organizer. And, and, uh, I, uh, in fact, my, my husband, um, says, uh, laughs at me a lot and, and will say, um, you know, Lynn, when you see a mess that needs to be organized, your light, your eyes light up and I just want to curl up in the fetal position. <laughs> so, but, but God wired me to be an organizer. Mm. He gave me specific skills that, um, I see now have been nourished over the years and throughout all my, my career changes and moves, um, like, like an attention to detail. I love the detail. I love the minutia of things. And, and, um, I'm also very focused and I, I, I tend to have a, a, an analytical way of thinking. And those are all skills that, that, um, you know, lend themselves toward organization. So, being able to use those skills and and you know create some um, something beautiful out of chaos is 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 extremely rewarding to me. Yeah, that's 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 pretty amazing because I I think most would be like your husband that <laughs> they would they would probably say that that's that's really true. But I just working with you through the years, uh, you know, close close by side by side. Yeah, I've seen the amazing organization that you have, not just not just physically like in a room of organizing boxes and things, but also um, processes, mm-hmm. uh, programs, things of that nature. I mean, you're right. Your mind just works that way. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really a gift. And, and, and you've literally had people kind of come to you sort of in tears, right? And said, I just don't know what to do and I need some help. And you've been able to help them, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I enjoy yeah. every minute of it too. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 well, with most, yeah, most people would walk into a room and see chaos and you're right. They would just turn the other way. So, <laughs> uh, and, and I know that, that you've actually taken your skill at helping, uh, people organize their lives and, and you've actually turned it into something a little bit bigger, maybe even bigger than you thought it might be at this point. In fact, um, <laughs> uh, you've created your own business out of it. Isn't that right? And tell us a little bit about that business. Um, I own and operate Christopher Estate Sales. Um, mm. Don't know if you know what estate sale companies do, but um, just yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Very, very simply, um, uh, an estate sale company liquidates the contents of a of a home after uh, maybe the the death of the homeowners are more often than not these days. It's it's from a downsizing, people um, moving into retirement homes or, or assisted living, um, but they have a house full of life stuff 
that they don't know what to do with. And, mm. um, uh, and believe me, you can accumulate a lot of stuff. And um, uh, that when you are, you know, you need to sell a house or you need to, um, you're moving in from a four bedroom home into a, a, a two bedroom apartment, you can't take it all with you. And, and so what do you do with it? And um, that's what an estate sale company will do is come in and, and take um, the contents of the home that you're not taking with you and, and uh, organize it and stage it and price it and conduct a sale um, so that the, um, uh, we can, the, you can liquidate. And, and I, th- I like to think of it as finding new homes for the, for, for the stuff. Huh, and, um, okay. uh, Interesting. The, um, um, I, I, I had actually never been to an estate sale until I, I guess maybe about eight years ago. And I was coming, I, I kind of thought they were creepy. I didn't really understand what they were all about. <laughs> and, and so I, um, I was driving home, coming home from the grocery store one day and, and I saw a sign in my, in, in my neighborhood for an estate sale. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go check this out. And so I went in and, and it was the third day I realized now of the sale, the last day, and, and it, there wasn't a whole lot left. And, um, but there, there were customers and I, I began to really get intrigued, not with the sale or the things in the sale, but with the four women that were running the sale. And, and I watched them. I watched the way that they dealt with their customers. And mm. I struck up a conversation with them and, and just kind of hung out for a while and really, really liked um, these, these four women. And, and so I began to, they, they told me how to, to follow estate sales in, in, uh, in San Antonio. They told me about a website, estatesales.net. And and I started, I guess you could say, I kind of stalked them for a while. So I started started going to their sales um, uh, whenever whenever I saw one. And and the more I went, the more I you know got to know them. And and I I finally asked if I could come volunteer, if I could help. I I wanted to learn more about what they did. And and um, so I started working with them on the on the weekends when when I could. And. And um, eventually they said, if you're going to work this much, you're going to, we're going to pay you. So um, I, I, for a couple of years, I, I worked with, um, with the gals and, and, uh, and really um, um, began to, you know, learn from, you know, from the best. They, they, they continue to be my mentors to this day. Uh, I, I want to stop real quick uh-huh. there, because I think that's really, really important to, to talk about, pull out mm-hmm. for just a second. Sure. That that there was something that, that was interesting to you that yeah. you wanted to learn more about. I know, and I know this about you anyway, that, that you, when you want to learn something new, you always go kind of in search of, of learning it. Mm-hmm. But it, in some respects, you kind of, you did kind of humble yourself and say, I don't really know about this. You went and hung out with these women. They mentored you mm-hmm. and taught you. Mm-hmm. And you said taught mm-hmm. you the best, right? You yes. learned from the best. Yes. I mean, that's a pretty amazing thing for, you know, for people to be able to do right when you don't know something that you want to get into to go and seek out those mentors to find people like that, that can, that can do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They, um, they had been in, um, I don't, I can't remember now, but together they had something like um, 60 or 80 years experience with the, in, in, in the business. And, and, um, um, so there was a, there was a lot to learn and, and I'm sure that I still haven't learned at all, but, um, um, after the, the longer I worked with them, I began to have this 
this little tickle in the back of my brain that maybe that maybe the industry was something that or the business was something that that I could do in my retirement. I knew my retirement was coming up in in a few years, and and uh, um, at first I really ignored it because I didn't think I could run my own business. That was mm-hmm. the last thing that I thought you know I could do was to start my own business and run it and. And, um, but, um, I soon began to realize that it was God tickling the back of my brain Mm. and that, um, it wasn't me that would be doing it. It was him and Mm. that I, and to be honest with you, he wouldn't let me alone. I, I, I realized, you know, (laughs) which is the case a lot of the time. (laughs) I I realized that I'm, I'm, this is something that I'm going to have to do. And um, so I, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and start the process even before I retire just to, you know, get things off the ground and do a sale or two a year and kind of learn my craft. And then when I retire, I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, um, the business has been, has been really blessed and, and uh, <laughs> I, I, um, uh, um, I have, one job right after another. He's, he's just, you know, he, he, he places me in the lives of people when they need me. And, um, and there, there's a, there's a lot of need right now. There's a, the, the baby boomer population is aging and, and um, uh, there's, there are a lot of people that need the services of estate sale companies right now. That's, I mean, that's just, that's just an amazing story. And I, like I said, I've been able to sort of watch that from the sidelines, watch what God has, has done and how he's just developed that and, and, and put these sales. I mean, to the, to the point, right, where you've actually almost had to turn or you have had to turn sales away because you just didn't actually have the capacity, physical capacity to be able to do enough of them. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's very hard for me to say <laughs> no. Um, and, and I, I do everything that I can not to, but, um, there are times when there's just no capacity to do it. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. And you, you did a sale for my parents mm-hmm. as well, who had mm-hmm. lived in their home for, for many, many years. And they were looking for the same kind of thing. They just didn't really know they were wanting to transition to another city and smaller house, didn't know what to do with everything. And then you, you came, came along and really helped them organize and, and, uh, and it really made them feel comfortable in that process of, of uh, eliminating a lot of the stuff that they had collected through the years. So that's pretty amazing. But, but I want to, dig a little deeper. I don't know if that's a bad pun, <laughs> uh, but I want to, I want to dig a little deeper and your tagline on your website for Christopher estate sales is help for your changing seasons, mm-hmm. help for your mm-hmm. changing seasons. And, and then on your website, you also list out Ecclesiastes three, one as your mm-hmm. purpose statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see your estate sale business as just a business, do you? No, in fact, I'm I'm very open with my clients as well that this is a ministry for me. Um, mm. I um uh I there there there's one thing that every sale has in common, and that is an overwhelmed client. Whether it's you know children that have lost a a parent or you know someone that's downsizing like your parents were. Um, it's during a season of their lives when um, a very stressful season, a very emotional season. And um, um, my purpose is to step into that client's life for a very brief amount of time, but 
a, a time when God can use the skills he's given me to, to lift that burden off of their shoulders. Hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that they, they do feel that relief, not, you know, not uh, thinking that they had anywhere to go. And then they found you. In fact, I actually think I read, uh, some of the, uh, testimonies on your site that said things like, like you were a godsend, like you were sent from God to them, uh, at the right time in order to, to be able to help them out. Um, so I call you as, as I call a lot of people who we've interviewed and are part of this, this broadcast, uh, a misfit minister, uh, <laughs> because you are actually doing ministry. That's not the traditional sort of mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. a church, right. Or starting a nonprofit ministry or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, your ministry literally is your business that you created. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just agreeing with what you said that I, I oh, do okay. not think I do not think of my business as a business, sometimes to the detriment of the business. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think of it as uh, as as a ministry. And there's a lot of people who don't think of their business that they've started as a ministry. Mm-hmm. They just sometimes see it as a business. Um, and I'm going to have you speak to that in just a second. But can, can you give us a story or maybe tell us? Uh, what you have seen in, in doing this. And when, when did you start the business again? I've been in business for five years. Wow. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was even <laughs> that long already. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, well tell us, um, cause I know you've, you've seen a lot of things. You've heard a lot of stories. People have told you things, but, but if you can maybe give us a story uh, that you've seen that gives you confidence that, that God is working through this ministry and that you know that you're doing the right thing. You know that you're doing something important. You know you're doing uh, your purpose. You're living out your purpose. Yeah, one, of, one of the great joys I have right now and that he blesses me with is almost every single cell I do, there's some affirmation. And um, mm. uh, I, I, I'm, I, one that comes to mind right away involves someone that, that you and I both know um uh and this happened in a cell uh this past november i believe it was um i got a phone call from a lady who wanted me to do an estate sale for her and um there they they were moving to florida they were going to be living in an rv and uh, um, going to have to liquidate most of the the things in their house but their home is in fair oaks ranch and and that's really way outside of what i consider my my service area um, okay. And uh, I was also booked. Um, my schedule was very full. And, and so I did what, you know, I, I steeled myself and I, I said, I'm sorry, I just can't do this for you. It's, and, mm-hmm. um, and I hung up the phone and I felt guilty about it, but you know, what about my business? And a couple of days later, um, her husband called me. And he said, I know you told my wife that you couldn't do it, but we just don't know what to do. Could you at least just come uh, talk to us and kind of get, and give us some advice about what we need to do? Mm. And I, you know, I said, all right, God, you know, <laughs> I've never had the husband call me back. So maybe I need to listen here. And, and uh, so mm-hmm. I agreed to, to go meet with them. And um, uh, I drove out and we uh, met and talked and, and uh, I 
normally probably 99% of the sales that I have are, um, are referrals and I know where they come from. I know who, who referred me, uh, referred, um, who was referred, who the referral was. And this mm-hmm. one I didn't. And so I, I was curious. I asked, I, I asked them, you know, how, how did you get my information? And they said, from your testimony on your website, uh, wow. And at that point wow. I, I thought, well, God, the, you know, okay, I, we're doing this sale. <laughs> and, um, yeah. uh, they had been looking for, um, uh, a, a specific person to, and praying for a specific person to do their sale. Mm. So I figured out how to do it and, uh, we got it scheduled <laughs> and, and, uh, um, we, um, it, it ended up being, you know, a, a good sale. They were very happy. But what happened after the sale was to me, the, uh, the, the sort of, um, God, God story. Um, mm. when a sale is done, not everything will, you know, will sell. And, and I, well, part of my service is to take care of, of, uh, to whatever the choice, whatever the charity choice is of, um, of the uh the homeowner and most often more often more often than not they'll just say do you know you do what you think is best and so i have the opportunity to um bless other people with um with the the leftovers from these sales um that's amazing wow (laughs) i work with um uh, agape ministries here in san antonio quite a bit they they work with uh, families that are in need and Mm. And um, uh, um, uh, Center for Refugee Services. Um, uh, the um, uh, we sometimes will take clothes to um, dress for success or the battered women's shelter. Uh, we even take old towels to the to the animal shelter. So we wow. we sort we try to find you know um, appropriate places for the uh, for these leftover things to um, to go. Well. It dawned on me that um, I had a friend who um, was had been a, a missionary in Africa for many years, and because of COVID, had moved. She and her husband had moved back to the states, mm-hmm. and they had an they had an apartment, but very little to go in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, I spoke to um, to the homeowners and explain the situation and they were overjoyed to bless this um with our friend uh, yeah. with um several pieces of furniture and um uh we were i was able to make arrangements to even have it um have a mover come and pick it up and take it to them and uh i, I get chill bumps just thinking about it right yeah now. that's um, it's amazing mm-hmm. that's amazing i you know what i remember you i i i as you started talking, I remember that story. I remember you telling me that um, I had forgotten that I actually helped them move into their apartment. Yeah. And so I was helping carry that, uh, that furniture into their apartment. And, and I'd forgotten the fact that, yeah, that was where the blessing had come from. And that's why they were overjoyed the night that they could bring all that into their, uh, their new living space. That's, that's just amazing. Um, so the ministry just keeps going in, in a lot of facets and a lot of ways that you didn't even really think about probably when you started it uh, or even when you were learning about the uh, estate sale business. Right. I mean, yeah. new, new things all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. There's so many questions I could ask. I, what I what I love about 
what I love about this, and 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 again, the reason I really wanted to to chat with you and and have other people hear this story about what God has done in your life is, and I want to go back to something you said earlier. You know, you said that you didn't think you could run a business, mm-hmm. and and I love the fact that it started in that humility that you were like, I just can't do this. And then you, you recognized and, and had that prompting and, and you said, no, God, but you're going to have to do mm-hmm. it. And, and that you have, you know, all, all along the way, um, you have humbled yourself. You humbled yourself before those women to learn the business. You, you humbled yourself before God saying, I can't do this, but you can. Uh, and, and then all along the way, God has just honored that mm-hmm. and, uh, honored that with, with, uh, you know, like we said, almost more, more business, more work than you can almost handle. Do you have a team that helps you out? I mean, it's not just you, right? No, it's not just me. I have, um, uh, I have, uh, four ladies that, um, that work with me on a regular basis. Um, and then we have some more that I can call on when we need to. Uh, of course I've, I've, I've pulled in my entire family, all my children and my husband at some point <laughs> or the other have, have, uh, um, have, um, have, husband actually is retired and, and, quite a but he works for me now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i remember seeing him at a sale i think he was yeah he was there uh busy busy helping you out um yeah that's just that's just amazing well actually after the show is, is over i'm gonna uh, after this interview is over i'm gonna actually uh leave some information about about your ministry your business and uh, for, for those that would like to go to the website and learn more about you and learn about what it is that, that uh, God has you doing, I'm also going to put that in the show notes today, even though you right now are probably really, really busy uh, down the road. Hopefully there'll be some openings for anybody that might hear this and say, hey, I, I need to reach out to you and, and get some help as well. But for those that are those that are listening, I, I always kind of want to leave them. I mean, the, the purpose of this broadcast is to encourage those that are listening right now. And for those that are listening who perhaps have never thought about the business that they've started or the work that they do as ministry, what encouragement do you have for them right now? You know, I, I, I think that I would encourage anybody um, to, to think of everything that you do. Um, at my years of ever know what influence you're going to have on a child's life Uh, you never see when you're a teacher you never see the the finished product and Mm. and you don't know in in from day to day you do not know what small gesture or word um what kind of impact you can have on on somebody's life and so if, if you if you think of your of your job or your your volunteer job or your sport or your you know, your choir practice or your what, what, whatever you're mm. doing, if you think of that as a ministry, you're always, um, um, you're, you're always going to um, have the, uh, there's always going to be the opportunity for, for God to use you. There's a, there's another verse that I, I don't think this is on my website, that, but this is, this is one that's near and dear to my heart. Um, it's Proverbs 3.25. And it says, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in our power to act. Oh, wow. Um, wow. I, um, I, you know, mm. you just never, God gives us specific tools, uh, the talents that he gives us. He gives us specific tools so that he can use them. 
And my encouragement would be to make sure that toolbox is always open and ready to use. Don't lock it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. What a, what an amazing encouragement. I, huh. And what was that? What was that proverb again? Um, 325. 325. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I'd like to uh, kind of end our time uh, tonight, if, if it's okay with you, with uh, a prayer. I'd like to pray over you this evening and um, just to, to ask for uh, the Lord's blessing and continued um, guidance and, and strength that he's given you for um, this this ministry, this business that you've started, and, and for you and your family as well, if that's okay. Thank so. You. Uh, yeah, Father, we thank you so much for tonight and this conversation. And Father, I just, I love Lynn and I love her heart and I love what you've done in her life. I love Father just the just watching through the last number of years and just how she has said, I can't, but recognize that you can. And so out of that, Lord Jesus, she stepped in, in faith into this, this calling that you had on her life. And Father, through that, she's seen these amazing things happen. Yeah, I'm sure she's tired, Lord. I'm sure she's exhausted in days and wonders some days if she can keep doing this. But Lord Jesus, it's you who gives us the strength to continue to run the race and run it strong to finish, uh, to to come to the finish line. And so, Father, I know that you're going to continue to give her that strength and continue to give her uh, that ability to 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 continue to operate this ministry, to run this business, and 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 to train new people, Lord Jesus, who might be looking at this at Lynn now. She's She's now become the mentor to be able to pour herself into others. And thank you for the blessing that she is even after the sale uh, to those that are looking for, for furniture for their, their homes. Thank you for that. Uh, Lord, just be with not only her, but be with her entire family and her, her team and everybody who, who works and everybody who serves. And, and Father, just remind them that each time that they step into that estate sale or they're preparing for the next estate sale, Father, that, that it's actually, um, it's, a, it's a holy moment. It's a holy thing uh, that it is a ministry, that they are uh, serving you and serving your kingdom. So Father, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. And uh, we give you all the honor and we give you all the glory. And it's mm-hmm. in your name we pray tonight. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, Lynn, well, thank you so much. And again, for your, for your time tonight. And, and we need to, I think I mentioned this to you the other day, we need to uh, sit and catch up and, yes. and just talk about family. And we haven't been able to do that in a while. It's been, uh, for those that are listening right now in this time, it's been that COVID time. And so we are working, all working remotely. And so we get to kind of see each other through some, uh, you know, Zoom and things of that nature, but we just don't get to hang out as, as we used to at work. So hopefully we can do that soon. Absolutely. All right. Well, blessings on your next uh, sale coming up, whenever that may be. And I will, uh, like I said, leave some information at the end of this uh, uh, episode so that people can, can find you, uh, find your website and learn uh, more about you and, and your purpose. So thanks again, Lynn, and, and have a great Thank night. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We'll see you. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it's in your power to act. Proverbs 3.27 Wow. You know, Lynn said something during this interview about never having a client that didn't feel somewhat overwhelmed. And I'm guessing that those of you who are standing firm for the faith of the gospel, maybe you perhaps wonder if what you are doing is bearing any real fruit at all. We've talked about this before on this broadcast, and I'm guessing that some of you believe 
Maybe you're in a job or a career that could really not ever be seen as ministry, but I beg to differ. I mean, if you work with people, which I'm assuming most of you do, you, you have an opportunity to share the gospel, to share with them the good news of Jesus Christ, to show them what being a Christ follower is all about. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it's in your power to act. Now, for some others of you who maybe have a call to begin something new, to maybe start a new ministry, a new business, like what we heard from Lynn today, um, maybe you feel that there's just no way that you can do it. You spent a whole lot of time saying, I can't. And that's true. But the Lord definitely can. Will you trust him? For those of you who want to learn a little more about Lynn's business and ministry, you can find her information at ChristopherEstateSales.com, and I'll put the website address in the episode notes so you can find that. So I just want to thank you all for hanging out with us here at Outpost 127, and uh, I hope that it continues to be a resupply depot on your daily walk with Christ. Uh, And I would ask that if you have an opportunity to continue to share this broadcast with others, or maybe even leave me a comment, uh, I'd love to be encouraged by you. And if you haven't yet uh, done it, you can also join us on Facebook, on our Facebook page. We also have an Instagram site, and you can also join us there on our uh, Twitter feed. So we hope that you can join us again soon. But until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you as you stand side by side, striving for the faith of the gospel.